You're listening to the Small Cap Spotlight on PublicWire.com, your number one source for small cap market news. Now, here's your host, Dave Donlin. Hello and welcome. This is Dave Donlin, host of the Small Cap Spotlight podcast, heard exclusively on PublicWire.com. Small Cap Spotlight provides valuable insight into today's financial markets and a unique perspective from company CEOs, authors, spokespersons, newsmakers, and more. Today, our guest is Bruce Barron of Pot Network Holdings, Inc. But before we speak with Bruce, we need to remind you that PublicWire.com contains stock alerts, ideas, and or featured stock reports and podcasts such as this one, which are intended to be educational in nature, not investment recommendations. Please do your own research before investing. PublicWire.com is not a registered broker, dealer, or financial advisor, nor do we hold ourselves out to be. All materials presented on our website and individual reports released to the public through this website, email, or any other means of transmission are not to be regarded as investment advice and are for only informative purposes for your use. This is not to be construed as a solicitation or recommendation to buy or sell stocks. So the company today we're speaking about is Pot Network Holdings, Inc. The ticker symbol on the company is POTN. POTN is a publicly traded company with a wholly owned subsidiary. The name of that subsidiary is called Diamond CBD. First Capital Venture Co. through its wholly owned subsidiary, Diamond CBD is a progressive organization focused on the advanced research and development of the industry's finest premium hemp extracts making them available to the global marketplace. The company's notable team consisting of hemp industry pioneers and natural product experts, chemists, and scientists is dedicated to producing the finest and purest CBD oil. If you like more information on the company, you can take a look at two websites. One is potnetwork.com. The other is diamondcbd.com. And again, the name of the company, Pot Network Holding Inc., ticker symbol P-O-T-N. Again, our Bruce uh, yeah, Bruce uh, Bruce Barron is our guest today. So let's speak with Bruce. Bruce, thanks so much for coming on to today's program. I really appreciate having you here today. Why don't you tell us, for starters, a little bit about Pot Network Holdings and Diamond CBD? Well, Potneck is a uh, it was a reverse merger in January uh, with a couple of very uh, talented individuals and. Uh, it's uh, now hit the marketplace, uh, doing extremely well. It's in the cannabis hemp area, which means it can be sold in all 50 states. So there's no restriction on distribution. So we're right on target. In fact, we're ahead of forecast, which was announced uh, a couple weeks back uh, through uh, True Equity. Uh, and... Uh, Based on that, we should be about 30% ahead of forecast right now. Great, great. Uh, and, and like you mentioned, the, the hemp industry is, is growing by leaps and bounds, just like the company is these days, POTN. Uh, projected growth, from what I've been seeing, is about $1.8 billion by 2020, about $450 million comprising from hemp-derived CBD products out of that number. And this would actually represent about a 300% increase from the estimated hemp-derived CBD market size of $115 million, which was recorded at the end of fiscal year 2016. You mentioned the revenues, uh, Bruce. You want to talk a little bit more about that? We're talking about a million dollars a month. company um, is, is really uh, putting out some news, updating shareholders, talking about record-breaking revenues. Um, can you give us a little bit, a little bit of a better idea as far as Revenues being generated, maybe an internal forecast for the year, or what we might be looking at. 
Well, the original forecast is 8.3 million uh, based on earnings and positive cash flow. Uh, we are doing both. We're running ahead of the 8.3 million dollar forecast by about 30 percent. So uh, we could be doing upwards of somewhere between 10 and 12 million dollars a year. Uh, if so, it would put us in what we call the more uh, highlighted companies uh, uh, in the industry at, at the present time. Absolutely. I think uh, people that follow the, the cannabis industry right now see that there's a lot of cannabis companies out there, a lot of them hitting the market. But the one thing that a lot of them are not doing is generating revenues, really revenues at all, much less revenues on these levels. So that's definitely encouraging for people that want to take a look at uh, POTN. Uh, is is the, the product distribution just out on the retail side? Are you focused on e-commerce? And uh, give us a little bit better idea as far as distribution for the products. Well, the product is, is being distributed nationwide. As you know, we're headquartered in South Florida. But we're also doing about 25% of our business on e-commerce, which we intend to dramatically expand uh, as more supply of the product becomes available. Our concern right now is not shelf movement, not dealer satisfaction, but uh, product supply, which we're uh, getting our arms around so that we can have a consistent supply and grow this thing because we anticipate next year to double sales and the following year to to then double sales, so we're looking for a very aggressive modem in the marketing side. Very encouraging. The, uh, the the company's top product, what would we be talking about? I see a lot about the chilled gummies. Is that the, the top selling product right now? That's a, that's a top selling product, but all the other products, what's nice about this company is all its products are moving well off the shelf, and that's what the dealer wants. Don't give me one product that's moving well. Make sure you have a family of products that's, uh, that's one key element, and two, the family has to be able to be moved off the shelf, and that's what they're looking for, because unlike anybody in the industry, all our sales are cash up front, so the dealer is captivated by the fact is that he has inventory, and it has to move. Our packaging is very consumer receptive, which is uh, helps to move the product, and the product's of high quality. It's better than most on the marketplace, and the key issue is that's what the dealer is looking for. I was going to ask you, Bruce, what really makes the company unique, and it sounds to me that that might be one of the key points uh, in that question, the fact that the sales are prepaid. Is that correct? Uh, that's partly correct, but what makes the company very unique is that there's a bunch of professionals behind this company, one who are knowledgeable in the industry themselves, and two who know how to run a business. The problem with most of these companies is, is that they might have great products, great concepts, but their management structure and the people around the management structure are not really experienced and qualified executives. In this particular case, there's no question about it. Everybody knows what they're doing. The management team is very cohesive. It works extremely well, non-conflicting, and the most important thing, it has only one item in mind, that's growing shareholder value, and that's what's important. Hmm. Well, uh, you, you have an extensive business background in the corporate arena, so that says a lot right there, the fact that you're involved with the company. Again, we're with Bruce Barron, who is with Pot Network Holdings. The ticker symbol is P-O-T-N. 
talking about what makes this particular company unique. Uh, as far as the, the company goes, looking into potential new markets, is, is that something, Bruce, that you see happening potentially over the next six months or year or, or, or maybe a little bit further out? Uh, absolutely. We're already in discussions of, about expanding into Central and South America, and we're just opening up uh, discussions on expanding into the Far East. So we've got two very large potential markets, but more importantly than all that, we have a good internal capability for growth. We're only doing, on average, about uh, $1,000 per uh, location. That itself can be expanded. The locations we're in, which is 20% of the, all the possible locations, that can be expanded. The e-commerce side is expanding nicely. That can be further expanded. So every market that we're in is expandable. And on top of that, we're looking outside the United States to expand this business. So we've got the, let's call it the enjoyment of both worlds. Good internal capability of growth and good international expansion capability of growth. And that's what's important. And equally satisfying is we're not under strict federal regulations as they are in the marijuana industry. Remember, we're a hemp extract, which means that we can distribute in all 50 states. So our focus now is get the word out, get who we are, get shelf movement moving above everybody else, so when you walk into a new location, they say, I want your product. Because when they take the product, it's cash on day one. That's different. Yeah, definitely very different. And the, the company is unique in a lot of ways that you're pointing out. Again, it's Pot Network Holdings. We're with Bruce Barron. Bruce, as far as uh, talking about the expansion of the company into other markets, I know a lot of our listeners uh, that are actually looking at this company, maybe even involved with the company, will be always asking the the question that comes about when you're seeing this kind of growth, which is the company, are they looking at potentially uplisting from where they are right now uh, to a higher exchange? Is that something that, that, that is being in discussion, uh, being in talks right now? Uh, absolutely. But before we uplist, what we have to have is two years of certified statements, as you know, to uplist. But our objective is to uplist. We are uh, currently engaging an accounting firm that will be recognized, which is extremely important, so that when we do uh, do the filing for an uplist, it will be almost automatic. But the, what's good about this company is it has a very well-balanced balance sheet, almost no debt, and it's positive cash flow. But more importantly than all that, it doesn't need new capital to satisfy its existing growth. Critical. And there's where this company, again, is totally different from all the other entrants into this marketplace, is too many of these companies are undercapitalized. They're not creating satisfactory revenue of a positive nature to throw off positive cash flow, which emulates from positive earnings. And that's what's critical. And that's what gives us a leg up on competition. Where our sales are growing, our distribution system is growing. It has the capability of internal growth. There's plenty of international market capability here. And most important, the company does not need capital, which means to the shareholder, we're not going to dilute you in the near future. Now, if a phenomenal acquisition comes along, that might be a different story. But right now, we can accommodate our own growth, which is very, very important. 
So true. So very true, Bruce. And, and you know firsthand, and I'm sure a lot of the shareholders in the company and, and just people out in this particular sector, uh, when you're talking about uh, companies trading on the pink sheets, QBs understand that dilution is crucial when you're looking at a company. Uh, part of the, the, the structure of the company, obviously, management, revenues, um, are they funded properly? And when you're looking at the shares and the float shares outstanding, what's the company doing to move forward and implementing that business model that they have in place? So crucial to take a look at the points that you brought up. You mentioned shareholder value earlier, how the company's really focused on that. Um, so I'm guessing here, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the company really, based on what you're telling us, is really positioned for the long term. Well, it's not only positioned for the long term, but as a uh, professional uh, in business, the company, in my opinion, uh, and it's only my opinion, is undervalued. It's selling at three times revenue, which is unusually low. The industry, uh, on average, sells at 80 to 100 times uh, revenue, and that's the companies that are creating sales. There's a lot of companies out there that aren't generating sales, but are selling at substantial values. And that's where we want to get to. We want to get recognized by the public. We want to drive our values and make for satisfied shareholders. A lot of, a lot of people taking a look at uh, the, the, the numbers on the company and, and some of the things they look at as an example is the, the volume generated on a daily basis, uh, the 52-week range and the stock price. We're seeing it ranging anywhere from uh, two cents, uh, almost up 500% to about 10 cents. And the company's definitely moving in that direction again to hit the high and, and potentially go beyond that with the kind of recent sales numbers that they've been doing. So that, that's awesome news that we're hearing from you today, Bruce. I really appreciate you having you on the program. The, um, the last question for you, anything else you'd like to add about the company or uh, anything that we didn't maybe discuss or touch upon today in the interview? Well, I think the most important thing for shareholder value is performance. And this is what this company's doing. It's performing. And like other companies in the industry, this is real. It's got real sales. It's got real earnings. It's got real positive cash flow. And once we get through this year with certified statements, we'll be able to more than just prove it. And there's a good opportunity here for a very expansion-oriented company that's, whose primary direction is underbellied or underscored with a marketing focus, and that's important. And on top of that, it's not only marketing focus, but it's looking to drive shareholder value. Absolutely, and we're, we're talking about pot network holdings. We're talking about the hemp space, CBD, cannabis, which is very cost-effective. It has about five different uses in one dose. It can relieve nausea, vomiting, anxiety, insomnia, and uh, chronic pain. And so uh, really appreciate having you on here, Bruce. Thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate it. And hopefully we could speak again soon. Very good. And thank you for the opportunity. Okay. Bruce Barron with Pot Network Holdings. And you have been listening to the Small Cap Spotlight Podcast, heard exclusively on publicwire.com, your number one source for small cap market news. Join us again for another edition of this podcast as we feature a unique perspective from a variety of upcoming guests, including company CEOs, authors, newsmakers, and many more. Thank you for joining us, and have a great day. You've been listening to the Small Cap Spotlight with host Dave Donlin on publicwire.com.